Police headquarters calling car 47. Car 47. Report to headquarters. A murder follow-up. Homicide detail, Captain Gregory. This is Dr. George Matthews speaking. Oh, yes? I'm a house guest at the home of Alexander McKenzie. Uh, Mr. McKenzie has just been found dead on the roof of his house. Now, what's the address out there? Uh, it's the old gray mansion, about a half mile south of Wendell Road at Twin Oaks. What were the circumstances surrounding the death? Well, no one seems to know. Mr. McKenzie was found with a bullet wound through the right frontal. Uh, are there any other guests? Yes, three. Now, give orders for no one to leave the place. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Very well, Doctor. Yes, sir? Got a fast car. We're making a call at Twin Oaks. Old uh, Alex McKenzie's just been found dead. Yes, sir. Well, uh, what did you find on McKenzie? Nothing much, Captain. Uh, he made a lot of money on the market, then got out while the getting was good. Mm. Lives out in the country, uh, doctor's orders. He's as mean as dirt, pretty well hated by everyone, and one man in particular. Oh, who? A fellow by the name of Gleason. Used to be a business associate of McKenzie's. They split up about ten years ago. Hmm. Over what? Well, I couldn't get the dope on that, Captain. Well, you did pretty good as it is. Step on it, Mike. Yes, sir. Well, when are the police coming, Doctor? Ah, I phoned them ten minutes ago. They should be here any moment now. Who did you get a hold of, Doctor? Why, I... Oh, here they are now. Uh, you're Captain Gregory? Yes. I'm Dr. Matthews. Dr. Matthews. Uh, this is Mr. Gleason. Yes, sir. How do you do? And Clyde Patterson. Oh, the flyer? Yes. Glad to know you, Captain. Uh, who found Mr. McKenzie's body? Uh, Mr. Gleason. Oh, is that right, Mr. Gleason? Yes. Well, you'll please go, please go to the roof with me. I want the others to remain below. Certainly. Uh, see to it, Mike. All right. Well, this way, Captain. There's a private elevator to the roof. You lead the way. Anyone else in the house? Yes, there's Margie, uh, Mrs. McKenzie, and Dr. Matthews' wife. Mm. You were uh, pretty well acquainted with McKenzie, huh? Yes, unfortunately. And his wife? Yes. Uh, how well did you know Mrs. McKenzie? Very well. I was engaged to her before Alex married her. I see. Well, how does it happen that uh, you're here tonight, Mr. Gleason? I understand from rumor that there was no love lost between you and McKenzie. That's right. I hated him and he hated me. But don't get the impression that I killed him, Captain. Because as much as I hated him, my regard for Margie would restrain any homicidal intention. Her life with him has been difficult enough as it is. Well, here we are. Hmm. What's this place? Now, this is the roof garden. Mr. McKenzie had it converted into a sort of meteorologist laboratory. Mm -hmm. He was an amateur meteorologist. It was his one hobby. I see. Where is the body? You'll find it over by the railing at the far corner of the roof. Now, you don't mind coming with me? Not if it's necessary. I'm sorry, it is. Now, I'm not, uh... Very well acquainted with meteorology. Perhaps you'll tell me briefly what Mackenzie did. Oh, all sorts of things. Predicted weather changes, measured rainfall, estimated wind velocities. Uh -huh. I'm not much on the subject myself. Oh, the body is just over here, Captain. Uh, shot. The forehead. The doctor said right frontal, if that means anything. Mm, wearing golf clothes. He has a button clenched in his left hand. Fell in an awkward position. No wonder he didn't fall over the railing. Uh, you were the one to find him? Yes. Was he lying in the same position? Yes. You know where this button came from? Uh, uh, no. Who was the last person to see him alive? I was. Oh, you were? Hmm. Uh, where was he when you last saw him? Just where he is lying now. 
Did you see anything of the gun that was used to kill him? I didn't stop to look. Hmm. Has anybody been up here since you came down? Yes, all of us. Dr. Matthews took charge. Hmm. He told us the man was dead, and then his wife took Mrs. McKenzie to her room. Hmm. Uh, will you ask uh, Dr. Matthews and Clyde Patterson to step up here? There are some questions to be answered before we clear this thing up. And that's all you know, Patterson? Yes. Uh, and you, Doctor? Well, I'm afraid I can't tell you any more than Mr. Patterson. We were all at luncheon after a round of golf. Mackenzie hadn't been playing, but he had been drinking heavily. Mm. After luncheon, he asked Mr. Gleason to step up to the roof. Said he had something to show him. And uh, Mr. Gleason agreed? Yes. Uh-huh. They were up here about five or ten minutes. And then Gleason came down, greatly agitated. He was muttering something about breaking Mackenzie's neck. Uh. And what then? Then Gleason said, I'll show him, and went back upstairs again. It was less than a minute until he informed us that Mackenzie had been shot. Did uh, either one of you hear the shot? I didn't. Neither did I. Uh, is there any other way up here except by that elevator? No. I wish I knew what size gun was used to kill him. Do uh, you have any idea, Doctor? Yes, I have. Hmm. He was killed with a rather unusual gun. Probably a Derringer. Derringer? Are you positive? Well, reasonably so. And nobody has seen anything of a gun, huh? No. I believe the custom for a murderer to hide the weapon, isn't it? Oh, not necessarily. I, uh, I noticed powder grains on the man's face. Uh, how far away would a gun be held to inflict a burn like that? Oh, less than a foot, I'd say. Mm. Now, Doctor, here's a question about Mackenzie's health. Uh, why did you order him to take up residence in the country? Because of his lungs and heart. Oh. Alexander Mackenzie was a very sick man. He had less than six months to live. He knew this? Why, yes. Oh, who's that? Oh, Mr. Gleason. Oh, good. Uh, step over here a minute, Mr. Gleason. Yes? Uh, what did Mackenzie tell you up here that made you flare up? Oh, nothing much. Said I'd never live to get marching. Anything else? Nothing important. One word led to another. When I left, I was very angry. I noticed that you changed your coat, Gleason. Why? Well, it was uncomfortably warm up here in the sun. That wasn't the reason. Why, I... The reason was you saw me find that small black button in Mackenzie's dead hand. That button came from the sleeve of your coat, and you knew it. Yes, but I didn't kill him. I didn't. And you came here tonight with a Derringer pistol, didn't you? Why, why, I... Tell the truth, Gleason. Why, why, yes. I've carried one for years in my topcoat. Uh, and Mackenzie knew it. Yes. Where's his pistol now? Well, I know you're not going to believe this story, but I looked in the cloakroom for it when I went downstairs, and it was gone. Now, on the other hand, that's exactly what I expected. You think I killed him? You think... I don't think anything. I know that Mackenzie's death was suicide. What? What? Suicide? Yes. But where's the gun? Your men searched the grounds and house, and it's not around the court. It doesn't make any difference. It was suicide. This time, I'm working on the other side. I'm working to save Gleason here from the chair. Now, quick, who can tell me something about some of these uh, gadgets? I can. Oh, sure, you're a flyer. What's this? The barometer measures air pressure. Mm, Which way is the wind blowing now? The dial reads west. How fast? The anemometer says five miles an hour. Hardly blowing. Uh, what are these? Sounding balloons. They're four feet in diameter when inflated. Mackenzie used them to read the speed of the winds aloft. Measured their flight through a transit. Uh, what is the lifting power of one of these balloons? Let's see. Fifty cubic feet of hydrogen will lift two and three quarter pounds. The balloon weighs a pound. We'll lift about one and three quarter pounds. Uh, good. Now, uh, at what altitude will the air pressure and the weight of a balloon like this, loaded with a pound weight, equalize? You mean, where will it stop rising? Yeah. About... 
4,000 feet. Oh, good. Now, what time was Mackenzie killed, Doctor? About 1.30. And it's 2.30 now. Uh, Patterson. Yes? Your ship is on Mackenzie's golf course, isn't it? Yes. I want to use it. Your only instructions are climb to 4,000 feet, fly due west about five and a half miles, and all the time keep your eyes peeled for a four-foot balloon. <laughs> Mackenzie's own prints on it. Well, that's that. Nice job of flying, Patterson. Good calculations, too. Take a bunch of orchids for yourself, Captain. It was a swell job of deduction. Mm, I went on hunches, mostly. Mackenzie hated Gleason. Therefore, he had some reason for asking him up to the roof. I knew that he was going to... He knew that he was going to die, and Gleason would get his wife after all, so he planned to kill himself and pin it on to Gleason. Some men are like that, you know. Mackenzie was a bit morbid anyway. I noticed it the first time I met him. When we uh, failed to find a pistol, Gleason's pistol, I knew it wasn't murder. The idea of Mackenzie tying it onto a sounding balloon so it would float away when he shot himself was just a hunch, but it worked out. Yes, but the button you found in Mackenzie's hand. Well, that was the first thing that gave his suicide away. That button hadn't been torn from Gleason's sleeve, it had been cut. What? Yeah, cut by Mackenzie from Gleason's sleeve while he was playing golf. Police headquarters. All right, Captain. Hello, Tim. Take that card on the McKinsey case and mark it suicide. Police headquarters. 